listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There was a hardy boy mystery I was trying to solve. Can't understand who the fuck was involved. Back from a show I had came. Hopped off the plane and my mind home was pictured. The rest was the frame. My guy came and grabbed me and something less than a caddy. Go by the, go by them gas of food. It was less than a cabbie. As we approached my tilt, paranoia in my bones had built. By the look on the door, my hole was drilled. By a lock on the door, the hole was drilled. I opened it to the kitchen floor. My heart felt in my shit. Somebody had broke in like a mitt. My mind started swinging on who I thought the glove fit. As usual, niggas a suspect. Who did I tell I was going out of town? Not too many people. I guess the word got around. The people upstairs should have been deserved by the sound. Hey, welcome to the Black Gautels Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. We're in the house on uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of more of a Sunday because we did feedback show Sunday this week because uh karen was all swole up she's still a little swole up kind of look like the makeup for eddie murphy and uh nutty professor mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh you know what i'm glad you're healthy and i'm glad you're doing good and i'm glad you're uh able to do the show because it was this so don't get no show everybody that's true uh, <laughs> uh but yeah so we have all kinds of um stuff to talk about uh today um of course you can find us on itunes and stitcher search the black gal tips leave us five star reviews as long as you say something nice and they're not shitty reviews we will uh read them on the show it's mm-hmm. that simple guys you would think that it's hard but it's not uh you can also do things like vote in the polls uh you can do stuff like um become a premium member at the blackouttips.com slash premium you can do stuff like uh i mean email us the blackout test at gmail i mean what else do y'all want to do good grief got everybody um <laughs> uh you can even see our address the blackout slash about if you want to mail us a christmas kwanzaa holiday card or, or whatever you're in the mood for um of course the uh did i already say the official weapon and shit it's the taser. An unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is sponsored okay it is actually double sponsors brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tvgwt and get your first month free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com slash t-b-g-w-t uh also we're brought to you by loot crate that's right everybody you know we love loot crate um this episode is brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcratecom slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt save three dollars on any new subscription make sure you do it by the 19th because after that uh you waited too long okay the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time is the cutoff and then you don't get this month's uh theme and this month's theme for the box is revolution okay it's revolution so make sure you sign up at lootcrate.com slash tbgwt and enter code tbgwt all right um i guess we can just get right into the show um the number one thing that i think we should make the audience aware of and uh we didn't have a show on the ninth but if we did i would have definitely announced this but uh america's long national nightmare is over to all my fellow scumbags man woman in between everything else tiana trump is out of jail y'all she's out of jail everybody uh, to celebrate 
yeah we uh whoo we made it all right i was nervous myself I, I won't lie to you guys i was i it felt like it was never gonna happen you know i was counting down the long days until the only trump that i feel like all of america can get behind uh tiana uh was was finally out of jail man um so you know thank you okay uh everybody for your your prayers i'm sure it helped uh a lot you know um and people's thoughts and you know the retweeting you know free tiana i know i was all over the hashtag you know so um i feel like tonight we get to it's our turn to to have a moment to to sit back and, and feel um like we accomplished something guys okay so congratulations to us the scumbags of the world tiana trump is free she tweeted i just got out of prison uh and i retweeted it and was like thank god you know in a in a year when 2016 i mean it's been a dumpster fire i think we can admit that but you gotta really be happy for the for the positive things that come out of the year and tiana trump being uh being free is clearly uh one of the more positive developments that's gonna come out of this year so uh you know everybody be careful you know do not uh you know stretch i want everybody to stretch you know don't be just out there jerking meat beating your meat turn yourself into you know have to ice your shoulder you know let's let's go ahead and try to take this one stroke at a time everybody okay we're just gonna get through this we're gonna get through this together everybody okay i don't know what her next scene is gonna go for but i feel like the going rate is not gonna be enough whatever it is uh because um she's gonna be charging the arm and the leg from this point on uh for a little bit uh because she got basically got caught uh with drugs in like indiana oh uh yeah wrong place yeah she was sentenced to uh, 180 days in jail for possession of six pounds of marijuana so you know six pounds six pounds yeah she was moving weight um but uh yeah so i'm glad that she was out could have been worse you know could have tried to give her that fed time Mm -hmm. you know you just never know um but uh she'll be back on the snapchat i'm sure i heard the snaps be Mm -hmm. be be popping they be they be flames yeah i might have to sign up for snapchat now i didn't know i need snapchat i'm only gonna be following one person but yeah uh all the scumbags of the world when uh we first got the facebook group put all their favorite snapchat people in there and i started following them and mm-hmm. yeah i heard hers it's is, a black hole you get lost in them snapchats uh she does have a pretty big black hole so <laughs> that is what she's known for in these streets but uh yeah we we made it and uh couldn't be more proud of everybody um uh, that we did this together you know <laughs> Merry Christmas indeed. Don't y'all want some good Christmas news? The Christmas miracle. Our girl back on these streets, ready to make more of this disgusting stuff that we love. 
i'm not judging Mm-mm. um speaking of which uh, i guess we can go ahead and talk about uh random thoughts man i haven't been able to really talk about any because we were out for a couple of days um and i did have some stuff i wanted to talk about okay uh i can't get through them all but i'll bring up a few okay um uh is it is it me or is there like a rule that people that don't own tvs are obligated to tell you that they don't own the tv within 30 seconds of meeting you because i feel like that's some kind of unspoken rule and it's happening a lot yeah so you won't ask them about none of the shows they like you i'm not on nothing well you know what's funny though a lot of times they do be on stuff yeah because they got the internet yeah so it's not even that it's some other shit it's not even some like well i it's always like i don't own a tv and like oh okay well cool well obviously you're not fun at parties i don't want to talk to you anymore are you saying you trying to tell me you ain't got cable that that's they got something they always got internet hulu netflix uh sometimes 12 different pirated internet tv stations like nigga you lying you do got tv you keeping up with shit more than i do i don't even own a tv all right well cool then yeah. so uh are you all caught up on stranger things i thought you said you didn't own a tv <laughs> i think sometimes people wear it as a badge of honor to be like i don't pay them cable rates uh, I, I just feel care. like they happy or proud they think they better than us or something okay. like like they must read more books or some shit nigga you don't mm-hmm. even read more books mm-hmm. calm down you just be watching on your laptop so technically i'm balling more than you you just gotta be watching everything on a 13 inch screen that's mm-hmm. your fault um, you nope. made bad life decisions you trying to play it off like it's a positive when really it's a negative i'm trying to tell you i ain't spend all that money on this big ass hd tv to watch on the 13 inch screen i watched the stuff on my phone okay congratulations nigga you can't afford a tv shouldn't you just say you can't afford a tv rather than i don't even own a tv that means you don't have parties and friends no one comes over to your house you don't have video no, games you don't host games nothing. yeah Mm-mm. so your house sounds boring as fuck to me right now Stop trying to act like you better than somebody. No, you don't want to have no dinner party, but I can't have it over there. You can't even watch the game over at your house. Yeah. They say it like they got to introduce themselves to their neighbors. Ah, ah. Uh, I, I just moved in down the street. Yes, in the blue house. Yeah. Uh, I'm legally required by the state of California ah, to ah. let you guys know that I don't own the TV. And, uh, you know, you so if you, if you see me around and then you don't see a tv box so i don't know the score on the latest game that's that's really what it is i yeah, just don't happening yeah i don't own the tv um speaking of tablets i actually left my tablet at the ymca saturday morning mm-hmm. uh which is funny because uh, I, I don't know why i bring my tablet in case no one's playing basketball then i get on the treadmill or something and i'll read comic books mm-hmm. that's really the only reason i have it i don't like other than that it's really pointless to bring it um but i bring it sometimes or you know and i'll read or something uh so this time i brought it and for some reason i think i took it out of my bag to get something out and i left it right there on the bench i got home within a hour or two i realized oops i left my shit there uh and i called them you know and let me tell you something uh if you work at a place that has to deal with lost and found what you don't do is tell the people that call to check lost and found that y- you'll be you don't expect to find their shit don't do that <laughs> they just they just keeping it real they was like oh, I, I didn't ask you to keep it real i didn't ask you to keep it real oh i know when i call i'm hopeful that you'll find my shit because sometimes you do okay so then go look that's the end of the discussion it's not a friendship 
so it's like i called and i'm like yeah i had a samsung galaxy 10.1 tablet i left it there as a leather case it's black uh i believe i left it by the door uh close to the exercise room oh a tablet yes well you'd be lucky if that's in there i doubt that's in there what what go find my shit oh i didn't know that's how she responded yeah just go find my shit yeah i don't i doubt it oh man that sounds nice somebody probably took that look hey look just go find my shit okay so then she leaves and she's like i'll be right back and i'm like cool so she leaves i'm waiting like a minute because i already know what the desk is i know what the gym is she comes she calls back uh she gets up the phone like hey you still there yep well i found a tablet i mean ah! ooh, you sure are lucky that i was even able to find this they, <laughs> it was two guys in there they said they were gonna turn it in to the lost and found they were just waiting to see if anybody came and got it and i said um ain't this the ymca <laughs> don't the c stand for christian it's supposed to. y'all shouldn't have stole my tablet anyway you should expect to find it in the lost and found what are you talking about that's one of y'all stone, stone commandments values. it's ah. it's written in stone literally it's it's literally written in stone as one of y'all's commandments that y'all shouldn't be stealing shit what are you talking about of course my shit should be there i should expect it to be there and you should too <laughs> she didn't even think it was funny when i brought that up i was like christian ain't supposed to be stealing she was just like anyway sir it'll be ready i was like oh so now we're not friends you was all overly familiar on the phone until you found my shit she sounded almost sad like damn i can't believe i found your shit i really was hoping somebody would still teach your ass a lesson like nigga you like y'all drive 30 minutes out there to frequent this ancient ass why don't see hey man i'm just trying to help Mm-mm-mm. but i still went and got it and i was nice to her when i saw her at the desk mm-hmm. she was like i was shocked it was there i was like i wasn't because i believe in y'all more than you do apparently more than you do i believe in y'all christians yeah because the good the good ymca be having like the the kids uh camps and you don't know what the fuck's happening at that one Mm-hmm. so uh, another thing i was thinking about um oh by the way when i when i say i was kind to her i was kind to her because i believe that kindness is just weakness leaving the body you think about it, it's deep <laughs> that's a grower guys you'll get that later but it's true um so you know how i was watching uh love and hip-hop and they got this new white dude on there drewski you know mm-hmm. who is just he, heard he's the worst he is fucking up the white white boo goals that you know because like i'm not i don't participate in it particularly i find it to be kind of fucked up but i get that there's always gonna be a battle of the sexes among black people and white people are always gonna be used as a cudgel whether it's jokingly or seriously as white people will do this and black people won't and i hate when black men do that shit to black women i hate when black women do it to black men i stay out of it pretty right, much because right. i it i'm i'm happy i don't give a fuck y'all do what y'all want to but you know i try to stay out of that shit but as a comical thing obviously it's still funny to me um you know else so i wouldn't follow boss up and they swirl tag if i didn't think that shit was funny right. um but I, you know I, I think when people get too serious with it it's kind of fucked up mm-hmm. anyway this dude drewski is fucking up white boo stock like Uh-oh, the stock is plummeting 
like because he's one of those black white people that white dudes that imitate black men in his mind but he's imitating all the quote-unquote negative stereotypes instead of just because the thing about white quote-unquote white booze or what what people call them Mm -hmm. sometimes just just be yourself and be cool like we're not actually doing nothing extra we're not actually go out your way just you being yourself is such a cool quote-unquote thing and if if your coolness just happened to cross into black culture that's cool but you ain't claiming to be black ain't claiming to rep blackness you know you just being yourself mm-hmm. and that's what most people just ask you just, you just be yourself now when you quote unquote pretend and your coolness is trying to be everything negative about blackness yeah that's the problem yeah it's like oh oh i'm i'm so cool i'm 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 just like a white dude that's black but so it's like so then how what makes you black as this white dude uh i don't respect my woman i cheat on her you know i uh (laughs) you know i abuse all kinds of drugs i spend money lavishly on bullshit you're like wait a minute man what, what what do you think blackness is you know what i mean like it's never an imitation of um the positive shit like it's never an imitation of like yeah i'm trying to imitate black men and join black culture so what are you doing you know i really just respect and appreciate our sisters and i learned a lot about black history and uh, african-american studies and uh also uh you <laughs> i like to help with the children and shit it was it's never some shit like that right um so anyway this dude is fucking up everything and i knew he was a, a fuck boy ass nigga because when he started the show he introduced himself he was like yeah they call me drewski i'm a dj and you know the, the girls they call me white chocolate and i was like Mm-mm. bing bing it's like an alarm went off like mm, fuck boy alert <laughs> fuck gonna, boy alert well. yeah obviously this dude is a piece of shit but here's the thing right this is back to my random thought this is what i was thinking so he's not the first white dude that's in the black culture that goes by white chocolate you hear that a lot actually correct so pretty much damn near stereotype mm-hmm. i like a running joke yeah. yeah like oh that's white chocolate um do you think it's like a reverse in black culture where it's black dudes that fuck with white people but then they call themselves black vanilla you see what i'm saying because it's like white chocolate is white dudes acting black so then is it like herman cain and you know uh <laughs> is it like black vanilla bean no black vanilla like white chocolate and then black vanilla like i you know the girls they call me black vanilla uh like what tiger woods say they call me black vanilla you know like i only fuck with these white chicks and uh you know i play golf and i do a bunch of stereotypically white shit uh and uh they call the girls call me black vanilla you know i really get around it, it don't got the same it don't roll off the tongue i mean i'm not it's in not, that culture so i wouldn't not, know i don't know either but that ain't as cool to me Mm-mm. well i, I mean it that was corny now see that kind of lends itself to my point if it's not that cool because that sounds like some shit white people would do uh, yeah and that so, would be a name they, they would give themselves sound like somebody would call them that and they'd be like okay that's cool you like Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google that. Maybe I'll make it a thing. Maybe I'll buy bla- oh, man, make it a thing. Maybe I'll buy bla- bla- com and buy some ice cream maker or a smoothie person. They already got that. Mm. Yeah, blackvanilla.com is takes you to a realtor. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I guess it's that. telling you to move your black ass away from these white folks. Good ah! grief. 
that is sad it might be a black vanilla bean somewhere in america well you i live in black vanilla bean missouri yeah well i appreciate you uh not killing my joke like uh najayla reed did <laughs> she was like vanilla is black i was like what that what does that have to do with my joke you know you got my joke it's a goddamn joke najayla and then she sent pictures of it i was like you being accurate don't matter it's not about <laughs> i wasn't going for the scientific you just so smart you so smart to know that, that 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 vanilla is black you just had to kill my poor joke it wasn't bothering nobody <laughs> my vote one joke was just chilling it wasn't hurting nobody and just wanted to live <laughs> and be, be silly like the rest of my jokes okay not all of them are gonna be scientifically sound but no the jailer had to steal off of my joke and just kill it in front of everybody it died a brutal death <laughs> she put it on display and cut his neck i turned my my facebook status into a funeral for the joke <laughs> i'm not joking i seriously did that i turned it into a i put a, a found a picture of a gravestone and i put my i laid my joke to rest you know and i was in the comments i was like take me with him lord why he didn't do nothing to nobody he, he was just to be treated like this he just wanted people to laugh not my baby take me instead um try to drag myself into the grave but he deserved to be slang in his in his sleep and the jailer tried to show up at the funeral i was like get out it's <laughs> like i didn't mean to i was like you lying <laughs> you meant to kill my joke in cold blood in front of all these people <laughs> i know vanilla is black i know it has a black bean but you knew what the joke was Najela? evil <laughs> it's an evil cylon mm-hmm. it's all good um also i was thinking about you know black vanilla and white chocolate and all these interracial relationships mm-hmm. um and you know how a couple months ago lena dunham got in trouble because she tried to come on uh odell beckham jr mm-hmm. and she wrote this big ass piece about how he ignored her and it's because she's uh fat and not attractive uh, and all this shit that he never said or did um and a lot of people came down on her for that um and i I mean rightfully so you know but i was thinking about this what if lena dunham thought his name was odell becky jr oh exactly because then it wouldn't be so far-fetched and it would explain so much maybe he likes white girls so much that his middle name is becky and she just had misheard and was like oh they call him odell becky jr why the fuck is he not trying to get at me and it could just be a big ass misunderstanding and maybe we all as society owe lena dunham an apology mm-hmm. think about it guys mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. okay all right his skin ain't becky color karen says no mm-hmm. all right another misunderstanding what if donald trump meant make america great again but g-r-a-t-e like how i be great in my teeth ever since i found out he was uh running for president Mm-mm. no he couldn't have meant it that way all right karen nope. thinks he's gonna really make america great all right Mm-mm. not unless he's trying to give away some parmesan grated cheese i'm not trying to hear nothing you got to say mm. all right um i bet van jones family reunions be lit as fuck was thinking about that the ah! other day he probably be having uh probably having car smith there bus jenkins sedan reynolds doom buggy jackson coop brown what 
mclean smith it probably be a lot of people there probably be a lot of modes of transportation and last names at the van jones at the van jones uh get together all right last last one then we get into these articles all right i've exhausted myself as well guys i'm sorry (laughs) these are the things that are in my head all the time guys okay i can't help myself y'all signed up to listen to the show so y'all had to get them too um hey do you think uh do you think rachel dolezal is somewhat thinking after seeing tommy lauren blow up over the last few days rachel dolezal just somewhere like i played this white woman shit completely backwards like i really (laughs) i I really i really i really fucked up the money on this one i I, the money was never in it going towards blackness and trying to pretend to be black it was always in whiteness the money you always bet on white in life (laughs) tommy lauren was like i'm just riding this white Aryan princess shit out to the bitter end and rachel dolezal tried to she thought the money was in 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 flipping it up but uh surprise surprise motherfucker don't nobody really pay black women like they supposed to so come on we underpaid yeah so and don't you know everybody turns on blackness when blackness don't benefit you you really fucked up that uh that that whole white privilege thing you got gifted with it birth um pretty much uh did the opposite there uh and then also i was thinking if ann coulter is smart she's already ghostwriting seven tommy lauren books right just put tommy lauren's name as the author with them big ass fucking long titles that you know how american liberalism is the devil and calls the 21st century apocalypse uh, to the economy ghostwriters make good money yeah just put buy tommy lauren instead of buy ann culture sell the same fucking book shit you can probably sell the books you already wrote just switch the names out and resell them shits nobody reads those books mm-hmm even the people that buy those books just buy them and jack off the Ann Coulter's name being on the title there's no right. way they it, read it or respect her mind and put them on a bookshelf somewhere or burn them mm-hmm. oh my god I didn't realize I had so many of these you know what guys I'm gonna keep going I'm sorry you guys gotta deal with it <laughs> Jesus Christ how many of these are there mm-hmm. alright next next uh, I wonder how long toilet tissue existed before somebody thought we should put an extra ply on this bitch oh yeah because it used to be one ply yeah i know the first toilet tissue had to be one ply but you know once you get a little bit of money you get out of college and you can treat yourself i know i the first thing i buy is the better toilet tissue there's really no price you can put on the comfort of mm-hmm. better toilet tissue nope i'm not wiping my ass with sandpaper it's damn near like good kleenex now that i wipe my ass with Come and on. you know why because that's what my butthole deserves guys be, and yours does too yeah i'll be playing it quick going cheap you not a lot of time but time you 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 full the septic fuck your septic tank it's about your ass being comfortable take one last meal at mcdonald's and fucking get the better toilet tissue that week your asshole will thank you twice do it yeah you okay? get old you ain't got no time shit you get real good you can get the the, the kind that's pre-moisturized don't yeah I, I mind like i said now it's just kleenex like you smell it it's like it comes scented now i didn't know all this happened extra soft extra fluffy it's got like aloe in it like how you put aloe in the toilet tissue dog i don't even know what that means man but i'm not ashy in no places and that's what's most important but what i was wondering though is like the person that came up with one ply i wonder if they was just like fuck soon as the two ply came out because it had to be an easy like 
oh i should have just two plied this shit now i can't now i'm behind on the curve of the technology mm-hmm. applying this shit up yeah because the thing about the one ply by the time you wrap around your hand 45 times you could have went on here and stepped up to the two ply because you got to wrap that shit around your hand 45 times so when you wipe your ass with that shit on it you don't get shit on your hand so go ahead and step your game up go yeah. ahead and buy the extra ply one ply also means you don't care about your hands think about it okay it's not the place to go cheap there's a lot of places you can go cheap in your life that's not the place to go cheap okay you go through twice as much toilet tissue go to the dollar store and buy candy from now on there you go you just saved yourself a bunch of dollars and it didn't and you and your boy oh, does not have to get skimped on okay it's not, it's really ridiculous mm-hmm. and I, don't, I don't know if you get old or what but mm-hmm. no take care take care take care your booty will thank you yeah all right all right now let's do some stories all right guys um let's i'm sorry about all those i had to get it out still more i can't even get them all out guys that's how many there are um shirley caesar is upset with the guy who did the remix to the you name it challenge mm-hmm. um she is suing him is it because he tried to make a profit off of it that's what i heard i don't know that is because he tried to make a profit off mm-hmm. of it what it, you heard was correct okay his name is dj suede and he's being drugged in the court for the unauthorized use of her sermon and song. DJ Suede is the man responsible for remixing Shirley Caesar's 2010 Hold My Mule sermon and turning it into the You Name It Challenge, which became wildly popular in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. According to her legal team, that's right, she Christian, but she got a whole last team of lawyers. Suede's video is further is worth more than $5 million in losses. So they're coming to collect. Mm-hmm. $5 million? Because the 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 thing about it is that i don't think she had a problem with with people doing it and the jokes i think the problem is when he tried to cash off of it that was a problem because she are she has a name mm-hmm. a brand you know she was selling shit and he probably should have been like hey yo um can i have a rights to this he didn't and she was like oh oh no 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 you will not and christian ain't got nothing to do with that because if somebody was stealing your shit you would sue them too yep uh apparently she thinks they made over five million dollars the problem was he placed a song on sale on itunes right. uh, she had already been selling merchandise of her own so she was like i made some money off that but uploading an official music video on youtube and facebook where it currently has over a hundred thousand views it generates advertising dollars according to her attorneys the abundance of alcohol violate the brand image and name of the uh, christian pastor when asked to remove the video he refused Ooh, that's what you fucked up yeah when you get that cease and desist man you just gotta take the l you better take that l or else you better be willing to fight because because you know what he didn't think she was gonna do it she was like oh okay i don't know if he didn't think she was gonna do it or not that's 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 i don't know um but i do know that that that's a lot of money to fight like he might be making that much money that he's like whatever i settle for it'll still be worth it i don't know uh they were in conversation with her lawyer they just waiting his management team they didn't reach an agreement they put it out anyway um said glenda hatchett former juvenile court judge now high profile Atlanta area attorney working on the case caesar's lead attorney james walker says dj sway's video is also jeopardized a deal she was working on with snoop dogg in which proceeds would have gone to the hungry snoop respectfully shot a viral video of his own which caesar approved of 
snoop did his clean version to send the message that this is shirley caesar we need to honor her it sounds like shirley caesar has this case in the bag there's no way you can get away with sampling someone's voice profiting on it without her permission mm-hmm. the rules don't change just because you went viral on instagram no it don't yeah he look he used her likeness and her images and me and you talked about this the other day a lot of people do a lot of shit for free <clears throat> and mm-hmm. it's cool until it's time for them coins because if people had to pay people for they shit that they use that people do for free a lot of shit would not go viral yeah i mean yeah it's weird because once you start selling it it does that's the problem selling yeah it does kind of interrupt her profit model as well and you didn't ask permission mm-hmm. and, you had a meeting with her and then you decided fuck you i'm doing what i want to do yep i mean i guess it's just see you in court type shit Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing most of the time most people it's not a really a big thing but like you say once you start profiting off of it and selling it that's something that she should have did because Mm -hmm. that's her likeness and her image yeah so uh but yeah uh he has spoken now and said i respect pastor surly's position and there's no beef at all with anybody the 26 year old atlanta dj tells bossup i really feel like it's her legal team i want this to be a good thing for the both of us you may recall she claims that she is not suing the dj um but instead has sent out a cease and desist for him to remove the song from itunes in which he is profiting she also asked the dj to remove the video from youtube because it contains alcohol and twerking we weren't focusing the video around any negativity dj sway said about the video it wasn't about twerking or liquor it was just fun everybody had fun i don't think we tarnished or brought anything bad to her name depends on who you asking you know because her thing is like hey uh i'm not about that like you use a basically a sermon of mine and it blew up okay Mm. that's cool but you're using my image and my image ain't about this this that and the other i I got the right to control my image you know people can say what they want to but to a certain extent she does have the right to control her image and the thing is it's funny when black women go after their money it becomes a problem Mm -hmm. i guess now she want bread greens Mm -hmm. (laughs) she wants your house the lien the second mortgage the third mortgage (laughs) you name it Mm -hmm. uh so yeah uh he says it's kind of biting the hand that feeds you but i don't look for any handouts i was happy to get her to another level in her life oh this nigga's a jerk i love i look forward to meeting her give her a hug and thanking her for what she's done the dj said and that's the thing you don't respect what she does just, right. just, just saying that and all the side not knowing the hit her history you just think she was just some random person not really realizing her history in the black culture because it's a lot of black people that grew up listening to her music and grew up you know with their parents and things like that some people probably never heard of her to then but you know our generation most of us have heard of her she's not some quote-unquote name brand and baby she was already established way before your little black ass came on the scene she's been preaching for decades honey probably before you were born so that right there is insulting enough so basically his was like well he in his mind she wouldn't know about it he put her on baby you need to get on out of here because you don't know who she is and you just basically say you're ignorant and on top of that i sue your ass too particularly after i told you to stop yeah um he said i look forward to th- meeting her give her a hug and thank her for what she's done the legal team says that uh they didn't come to an agreement dj sway says they did come to an agreement where they split profits down the middle and he said he didn't make sure she got the lion's share of the publishing and he says he believes it's shirley caesar's legal team that got into her ear and that it's not the work of the reverend 
okay find your ass in court looking her right in the eyes going broke i'm trying to tell you honey she'll say she'll lay them hands on you and go on and take your money and cash it Mm-hmm. so yeah she gonna be coming after that money um so yeah pastor solar Caesar has been totally surprised by the response to her hold my mule song remix she eventually appreciated the fun many had uh in creating and sharing the videos under the you name it challenge unfortunately similar to you we as a team were laughing and enjoying the video challenge until we recently discovered dj suede empire records and another party took the original popular song and phrase and illegally released a different record on itunes without our written permission they even did a video highlighting alcohol and negative imagery and sold many downloads we asked them to repeat repeatedly to remove these negative materials as we never saw the video or heard the song prior to them selling it and it was not a parody but the song was created commercially for sales and sale and profit when they refused to remove the commercial song for the internet in the video uh to protect the pastor's legacy and what shirley caesar stands for we had to take legal action secure a temporary injunction and order dj sway to remove the video as well as cease and desist the sales um and the thing is people clown on snoop Dogg, but what snoop Dogg didn't know how to do he knew not to cross that black woman so he was like hey i'm about to do this everything cool she was like cool yeah he no. picked up the phone you know i'm sure she told him like don't put a whole bunch of weed smoking and all that shit in your video you that was the if cleanest, you're gonna be using my stuff that was the cleanest shit. and that's all that she asked it's not like she was asking for nothing crazy or nothing like that she was like that's not my image because the thing you're using my image and my likeness that i live off of and been making money off of and records and deals off of for fucking decades yes i will control it and no you will not do that if that's not what i want you to do with it we want to make it clear pastor sir pastor caesar does not endorse the imagery misogyny and abuse of alcohol endorsing the video by having her voice everywhere on the track please also know we have not filed any lawsuits or sued anyone even though it is my right so they haven't sued yet i guess um but you know i don't blame her no get your money and and in my opinion excuse me her being christian ain't got jack shit to do with it um you do somebody wrong they got the right to sue you just like everybody else just because you're christian don't mean you gonna be broke all your life yeah uh sam hyde is a guy who is behind the show uh that is being deemed uh an alt-right comedy show mean a racist comedy show kkk mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. white supremacy yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah uh it was on our do- about your new brand it's white supremacist yeah it was on adult swim um and it got canceled it was called a million dollar extreme presents world peace um and so the show basically got canceled uh because um of the people behind it um and it's to me i'm it just feels like i don't know why this show was ever really approved by comedy central and they should put some fire their shit but i don't see why that was approved yeah they wanted to compare it to like tim and eric awesome show great job and that's eric not, andre show that's not the same but uh well you haven't seen it but i'm saying it's not the same oh not that show but I've, seen eric I've watched andre them show. i've okay. watched this show and oh, okay. it's not the same um ah, okay but yeah it veers into some shocking shocking and arguably offensive territory in one sketch a man trips his brother wife brother's wife because he doesn't find her attractive enough sending her face into a face first into a glass coffee table and another a black woman boasts of getting forty thousand dollars a year in disability payments even a seemingly innocuous sketch about making tap water takes an ugly turn when the actor in it angrily references men taking it in the ass for no apparent reason the show is from the mind of a trio of rhode island sketch 
uh comedians uh sam hyde nick russellford and charles carroll so that's supposed to be funny what you just described to me yes who've been at it for a decade and call themselves million dollar extreme prior to the series pickup last may they already had a massive sizable following particularly in the alt-right online community that has championed white supremacy and cheered donald trump's rise of power as a group leader uh the 31 year old hyde who tweets uh support for the alt-right theories like pizzagate while hurling the tax at left-leaning celebrities like lena dunham whom he called a fat pig and Patton oswald who he theorized had killed his wife uh he has drawn major the majority of the heat some of his materials make world peace seem tame by comparison in a 2013 video on the official million dollar extreme youtube page he takes to the stage at a comedy club in williamsburg brooklyn and proceeds to read aloud several pages of homophobic quote-unquote research provoking walkouts so like that's their thing is like look we're so edgy and controversial um so it's kind of like i adult swim getting rid of them makes sense you know but uh trump's november 8th victory only started to exacerbate the situation as behind the scenes debate over the world peace grew more heated with adult swim senior vp mike lazo holding strong in support of the show which he found funny comedian brett gelman who hosts occasional dinner party shows on the network announced that he was severing ties with it the move was also in the protest of the network's complete absence of female showrunners uh tim heidecker the, the star of tim and eric and an influential figure at the network voiced support for his friend gelman's decision but said he would stay put at the network on december 5th amid mounting outrage adult swim announced the show had been canceled sending uh mde fans into a rage spiral these guys just don't behave like reasonable people says one adult swim star who asked to stay away anonymous after the news of the cancellation prompted death threats against heidecker and his family come on dog Hyde called in the Heidecker's Facebook live show Thursday to berate him for instigating the cancellation an accusation Heidecker flatly denies the adult swim star as I actually never had a problem with it Aaron it wasn't Tim or Brett Gellman that got the show canceled it was the fans they were harassing adult swim employees and people working on other shows a spokeswoman for adult swim tells the Hollywood reporter that the network had no comment on cancellation but Hyde did agree to talk and then they did like a whole interview with him but yeah um i saw when this shit first got on and i saw some of the reviews of it and i was like who thought this was okay and i think what happened is it's basically white people in general because he tried to be like well some of the black executives and the jewish executives thought the show was funny but the point is it's basically humor catering to white folks and they really thought that racism and shit was just funny and okay in the aggregate and it was something you could capitalize on with trump and all this shit the same way that you know msnbc de-blackified this whole fucking lineup come on cleaned it and i think what happened was they thought it was ultimately harmless but then you feel like a cog in the machine when donald trump gets elected you know and then it's like the chickens come home to roost because people start pointing the finger and then and even it's fucked up but it's all in hindsight like people would have tolerated this shit to some extent in the in a world where it didn't feel like it was a huge problem that people were ganging up on but their fan like that fan base is unruly there is the death threat people it is the harass people on the twitter people, people. people yeah like it's not you know it's it's just a matter of time until somebody goes yeah i don't fuck with your shit and y'all had to get this out the air because 
that is not a sustainable business model for most companies they don't want to deal with harassment and, and shit not like that put no commercials there yeah or even if you could put commercials i don't, I don't think it's about that i'm saying the people at the station right. are getting called by these fans like fucking ah. kellogg's doesn't know or care about that you That's know they true. don't you know whoever's advertising for adult swim has no idea that shit's going on but mm-hmm. the people at the studio who hire you and pay you and work with other act like if they're getting harassed if other stars of other shows are getting harassed right they're like yeah they're like dog y'all got to get rid of them because i'm just trying to do my show and i'm getting harassed and i ain't got shit to do with their show yeah and they were trying to capture that edge but that edge comes with that danger of the unknown you don't know these fans you don't know these communities these reddits these social medias and, and things where these people and the you know the people that did know black people black people who deal with this shit knew but they don't but we don't work in these places Mm-mm. so you just you know you hire these people and you go ha 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 we're we're this is a really popular youtube thing well why is it popular who's who's making it popular and nobody did their fucking research and what you did do you thought it was cool because the shit is never targeted towards you and it's real easy to approve shit when you're not the targeted market as far as dealing with the harassment and dealing with the assault the the the, the insults and dealing with uh the bullshit you know you never ever ever care but now people you probably white people uh people being harassed other people who was like dog i just want to come and do my job i didn't expect to get bombarded on my facebook and twitter page and shit like that by thousands of their followers and they was like oh this is a problem yeah it's one of those things where black people be crying forever this shit is wrong and shit is racist not black people just brown people because we know the language and, and we know what's happening and a lot of times we can see shit years and months before it actually happened and because it's one of those things where white people respond once it start affecting white people by the time it start affecting you it becomes the problem is already out of control it affects us and us at, at a bigger number way before it affects you yeah i just think that you know they think we should capitalize on social media capitalize on the internet it's popular it's the same reason i think tommy lauren gets to be on the daily show it's you know it's just like they there's there's this need to tap into this shit because that's where the viewers are um but you don't know the danger of courting this audience you think it's just like any other audience when it's fucking not and so now we end up in this situation where you're looking back and you're like "Mm, maybe we shouldn't have done this deal with these people maybe we shouldn't be putting these people on tv normalizing this shit you know because we think the joke is oh it's so outrageous and to them they're like it's not outrageous this is how things should be you know um at any rate um uh and plus some of this shit just corny yeah you you, you know it's just a lot of like, that doesn't sound funny this is a lot of shit white dudes think it's funny that's just yeah, a lot of stereotypes that you're like okay like what's the punchline like like i am here for punchlines i am here for jokes i don't care about racist jokes i don't care about jokes about rape i i am really open to any form of comedy when it comes to jokes i basically have no lines even if i don't agree with you but being racist <laughs> just for the fact of being racist and there's no punchline that's not funny like i said it's just corny i just put it that way like the they they don't really have many levels to the joke no. and they, they really and they really think that um this idea of uh here's what i think is happening in america as other people have gotten voices and gained space in america white men particularly and white people in general 
pretty much feel like they have become marginalized and they they think that's the same as being marginalized all that's happened is that they've had to share the spotlight and the stage with other people but in their mind because of privilege they can't understand how this quote-unquote loss of ground is just an evening it's not actually a uh it's not actually oppression um uh, one of the things i i really hate when i hear and i hate when i hear black people sign co-sign this and a lot of black comedians will co-sign this in order to get along with their white counterparts but they'll be like well it's really tough it's gotta be really tough being a white guy and it's like no it's really not being tough being a white guy as a comedian there's 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 one there's way too many of y'all right like if you look at the, the demographics of it the vast majority of y'all are confident enough to think that y'all can go be funny on the stage in front of people and you're even and, if you're not yeah and nobody ever cuts that down nobody ever says well actually it's just a lot of dudes that aren't that fucking funny that take the stage if we're looking at who's not funny people they do that with every other demographic there's a lot of black people that aren't funny i don't know why they're on the stage there's a lot of women that aren't funny i don't know why they're not on stage but when it but if you look at the actual demographics and the numbers basically uh there must be a lot more white dudes that are aren't shouldn't be on the stage right but there's this idea that because there's so many white dudes competing and because other groups that aren't white dudes are starting to get any foothold it's like well now a comedy is all bullshit uh they're all they're picking people based on their demographic not on how funny they are because apparently no one can be funny that's not a white dude those are the only last funny people in america but then too you get to play the i'm the real victim card and that shit is kind of what i think a lot of this culture shit is when you see these motherfuckers harassing black people online and calling them cucks and believing in black privilege and what about black on black crime it's all white people being like wow i'm losing my space i'm so you know you guys you it's not fair the pc culture is coming to get me and shit like that the pc police i'm like nigga i'm worried about the real police come on but it's you know but it's that type of idea that permeates and it's just the fragility of that ego breaking down it's just breaking down and and it and you can take any level of privilege and it it will it trickles down it will happen to everybody like really uh i've seen black men do this if you say well black men we need to work on this well i'm the most oppressed people the cops is out here killing me and you worried about how i treat my woman you know shit like that where you're like okay now you're doing it you have to be the biggest victim because you don't want to admit that you have some power over people and you don't always use it correctly so that's kind of the thing that i see happening and i think these type of shows this type of entertainment is all spawned by that and it's starting to quell because of that like your tommy lauren like tommy lauren gets to say i'm the real victim and i'm marginalizing i'm conservatives are the ones who are really picked on while having more viewers than the daily show i'm on like that's the level of delusion that's out there is like i get to be on the top but while on the top i'm really the biggest victim as well it's it's part and parcel the scariest thing about whiteness if we're being honest at every turn the part that's scary about whiteness is when white people are exerting power over other groups when they are doing things that are that uh are destructive to other groups they're always doing so under the banner of we're the real victims of course every time like when you look at how we've treated muslims in this country since 9 11 first like that is all white people going i'm gonna be a victim so 
we get to kill we should be killing and, and abusing and locking up and kicking them out of the country and all this shit while the vast majority of, of americans have nothing to worry about and and don't care you you will most likely get attacked by a white supremacist than you will ever be attacked by a muslim in this country and the idiots they're, they're, they're so they're so stupid that even dark people people of color who are not muslims they happen to wrap their head up not even wearing a hijab is being goddamn attacked you're like it's cold i just want to wrap my head now i gotta deal with your crazy ass because you think i'm a muslim just because my fucking head's wrapped up right it's just it's stuff like yeah i mean i can't yeah i understand what you're saying i just think in general the, the idea is we're the real victims so we get to go and do these things like, right because they think they're a victim and they think because they're a victim them being a victim gives them the liberty and the right to lash out because they're the victim when right. they don't want that in return right and if and that and that's one of the reasons they're perpetually afraid of marginalized groups is because it's like well those are real victims of real shit what if they feel like me and they start lashing out and that's why they're constantly afraid that the muslims are gonna get us black lives matter is gonna riot uh the you know uh we need to start quelling this uh this dakota access pipeline rebellion shit we need to like it's all this big ass fear because they're like well if i was treated like that i'd be ready to kill somebody it's like yeah we know but everybody ain't you you know what i mean everybody ain't you so anyway i think that's what that's the danger of giving these people platforms with like it's just an alt-right comedy show or is it a fucked up show that really shouldn't be on tv maybe it's that too you know but once again they'll get to play victim their colleagues will co-sign their victimness they're white yeah like it'll it'll be it'll be it'll work out for for all these motherfuckers in the in the long time term but yes it's just some this is some funny shit that you know the motherfucker got to play the victim um i would talk about pizza gate but i feel like everybody knows by now we were off the air but a motherfucker drove to dc with the pizza and didn't we talk about this oh that dude from down here went up there from north a guy from north carolina went drove to dc with a with a assault rifle okay i remember you talking about this yes yeah and he went to um into a pizza restaurant and said they had child sex slaves because he read it online on facebook or some shit that hillary clinton was running a child sex ring inside this thing and he just wanted to do some good y'all he just wanted to help so he pulled his gun out um he said he was trying to self-investigate a few news a fox news conspiracy about hillary clinton running a child sex ring uh he said he wanted to do some good but did it the wrong way and acted in haste and now he regrets how he handled the situation yeah they should have just told him it was black kids in there he probably would have left he wouldn't have gave a fuck uh it, it is a child sex ring you do got it right but it's all black children oh my bad my bad just go ahead and set the oven to 375 i'm used to baking them as you were them. as you were as you were sorry to Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to, to interrupt they, they, i'll, I'll they take make, a pepperoni yeah, they please. make great pizza though yeah i'll take a pepperoni to go gotta go 350 miles back to wilmington um so yeah but hey let's make sure he has a gun that's cool let's we need to make sure he got access to that uh let's see what else i feel like talking about um 
apparently young young thug went off in an airport uh talking bad about some female airport workers uh after he missed his flight and then he offered them fifteen thousand dollars to quit their jobs uh he posted an instagram video of himself scoring two female workers after he missed his flight on wednesday night apparently his real name is jeffrey lamar williams and he was trying to get to seattle to perform a show but he had to cancel it after he arrived to the atlanta airport late what that got to do with them once you arrive to the airport late isn't that really everybody else's problem to deal with karen Mm-mm. that's your problem that's why you need to go online and have your ass there three hours before time or hour and a half so you can go through it because it's a long fucking process you gotta check your bags in you gotta deal with tsa you got to it's it's a long goddamn process you can't just jump and jump in your car and go well he thinks you should be able to go in your car and fifteen thousand dollars here's his video calling these blooming ants said they rude okay mm-hmm oh wait why does this what is going on with this why did what's the play button down at the bottom okay hey, i couldn't parents, see it they saying they manager on the way i don't want to talk to the manager y'all ants your manager peasant y'all ants i give y'all bomb man hold fifteen thousand pieces and quit your job my man, I'm getting you bombs one more chance. Look at get their hair, sink in on the hair. They they have that as a mother. They look like Africans. They done got deported. Mm. Oh, deported and deported. Do you bombs need tokens or what? Bigger than the law. Also, <laughs> call him. Also, you want to call him? I'm glad you turned around. Ugly donkey. <laughs> so yeah, they called him ugly. They said they had nappy hair, nappier than the African. Uh, called them bombs for doing their job you know threw the money in their face essentially it wasn't really about giving them money so they could go do something with it uh what the fuck i'm gonna do with fifteen thousand dollars nigga I, I need a real job then he apologized to his fans for not being there to make the concert his fans yep fuck you and your fans i don't care yeah. you late not me yep so there you guys go Mm-mm-mm. it's my problem that you late and i'm just trying to do my job right and then you insult me and shit and and, and see i'm not gonna go on a rant but did, did, did that makes you mad and then motherfuckers be wondering why women be like niggas ain't shit mm-hmm. you're gonna put me on your goddamn snapchat insult to me yep and, uh, and i don't even have the courtesy enough to apologize to me and i'm just doing my job yeah and he's one of those people that exist in that to me kind of like azalea banks area where people want to support him because of the positives and, and a lot of rappers do this young ma like there's a lot of rappers where they kind of exist in this thing where uh and, and it seems like especially people like quote-unquote woke twitter black black twitter that academic type twitter they want to support them for doing stuff like oh he's bending the gender norms by dressing in wearing dresses and and still rapping and and it's like you know he's pushing it forward and pushing the culture forward and i think what happens is people end up becoming mascots like you start rooting for them 
despite the fucked up shit they do right and then when they do fucked up shit they they they, you know it's like oh my god i can't believe but it's like he never volunteered to really be this forward-thinking uh progressive icon he just put on a dress like that was it that was his contribution i put on a dress you wrote a thing piece but i'm still out here you know beefing with people threatening people talking about killing them and all this shit like he not for that world that's not what he into no so he might go to the airport and film himself calling people peasants and ants and nappy hairs like an african and because he really don't give a fuck about all that shit like no because you go gave a fuck when you wrote your piece for about him but he never subscribed to any of that positivity you was getting on him no and, and, and my thing is this you don't have to support blackness no matter what because it's a lot of black shit that i don't support i'm not even saying it's not even to me about supporting blackness it's not like i support him because he's a black man it was stuff like he put on a dress it's like how Uh, azalea banks will call out iggy azalea about culture vulturing and and cultural appropriation but then she'll go on and call people homophobic slurs and she'll do stuff like you know uh just problematic shit you know attack people and shit and you're like well i want to support her because she did this one thing i really like but then i turn around and i don't you know i don't want to support her when she does other things like well you don't have to you know no you you don't and it's very very um it's disheartening and it's just one of those things where people that not all but a lot of men that support him think he right and a lot of them want to be able to do the same shit that he does and truth be told okay go ahead they want to be able to go in and, and, and insult women and flash money around and all that stuff. Like, like not all, but, you know, some people that support him probably want to be, quote-unquote, living that lifestyle. But, you know, if truth be told, you flossing, but actually, are you really flossing? Because do you have a private jet? If that was the case, you wouldn't have been coming to the counter for me to check you in. You'd hopped on your plane and flew your ass straight there. Yeah, I guess I just don't see that, but I don't roll in those circles. So I don't know what the men who support Young Thug think about this, to be quite honest. I just know the people that I've seen support him on some, like, he wears dresses. He challenges the gender norms. Those people seem to be the most disappointed and disillusioned with his behavior. But my thing is, I don't, I have never seen him exhibit anything besides putting on a dress to make, get attention so i don't even know how you can feel betrayed by this dude what does he talk about that make you feel like oh he i thought he was so woke like this does not seem beyond the pale it just seemed like it goes with the rest of his behavior like when he was on instagram talking about killing game and all this shit it sounded like the same shit to me you know yeah. and, a, and in my opinion a lot of it is he's young how old is he's young isn't he he's a young thug karen oh, oh these goddamn young people young 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 everything um young ho you heard what happened to the old where's the old people what's the old thug ain't no olds ain't ain't no ain't nobody old ain't ain't nobody getting old in the game you but should you just lose the thug after a while or the young ain't no rapper that go by old can okay i'm gonna need you everybody to, can't be young forever i need you to pay attention nobody's going by old okay y'all need to age up and get out that young uh charlemagne did eventually get to interview tommy lauren i, I have 30 seconds of the audio here if you want to hear it it was pretty good oh, whenever it wants to play 
Oh, Miss, Missy Thomas, Charlemagne know you don't mean it when you call the Black Lives Matter the terrorists. I'll protect you from the mean black feminist ninnies of Twitters. You can come to ah! my show and say however you please. A uh, whipping cross the head ain't never done me no harm. I knows we need to come together, and by doing that, I say that we let you say whatever the hells you want, and I'll take it like a good boy. I'll protect you. You jump on my back like a Uber, and I'll ride you to freedom. Lord, 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 come on down. So, <laughs> finally, finally came out. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with him? Shout out to Saron Russell for putting me on. <laughs> Would have never known about that. Ever. Th- th- thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, speaking of rappers acting up in public, apparently Nicki Minaj. Uh-oh. She's uh, criticized by a mental health organization after appearing to mock a woman in a Miami street. Um, apparently there's a woman that is well known in the area of Miami that she was in and that has like a, a, a mental illness. Um, and Nicki Minaj took video of herself mocking the woman in Miami. She shared a clip on Monday and was immediately criticized by some of her followers as well as the Miami branch of the National Alliance of Mental Illness. I mean, on mental illness, a mental health advocacy group. I don't need your help, a woman who is smoking a cigarette in front of a souvenirs t-shirt shop yells at Minaj who was filming the passenger side of a, from the passenger side of a vehicle, um, chuckling as she observes a seemingly troubled woman. Well, yeah, that's no good, you know. Uh, I hate it had to be Nikki, but yeah, you don't, I mean, don't do that. I don't need your social help. What you said? Miss, come here. Come here. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? (laughs) Miss, you look nice. Can we talk? Miss, come here. Nothing. Yeah, so I can see how that wouldn't go over well. Um, just laughing at her and shit. Um, so yeah, she it had over 1.8 million views in less than a day. Damn. Yeah, you got to start putting this shit on the internet, man. Not everything is good, you know. You got to think of some other angles, you know um maybe i don't know that young thug cares but i think nikki does care about her image that way and yeah she cares a lot more than than young thug i I think he just doesn't care and you know i think he just does obscure things and like hey i got your attention you know but over the years you have kind of seen her do things to comb her image excuse me in a certain way yeah i can't picture her being um yeah i can't picture her not caring so maybe she'll come out and say something about it yeah or maybe she'll just ignore it you know a lot of people do that too and and you know one day i hope young thug becomes old thug and he begins to care but as right now i don't think he does all right going back to the old well on him i mean Uh, everybody ain't young forever well you know who's not young forever 
there's a guy you ever you remember the rapper tone loke yes okay you might know him from such hits as uh wild thing um funky cold medina mm-hmm. those are the only two hits that i know of his the only two well he was performing in south dakota um and uh you know you talking about why you know rappers old uh i think i played a video i don't know if it's showing in the chat not yet um but he decided to to give it a whirl um and 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 perform after i don't know how many years it's been came up and went away oh it did that again Mm -hmm. all right hold on hold on hold on i don't know what causes to do that i have no idea why it does that sometimes um and it's still just going away it's not it's not up there anymore Mm -mm. like it's looked like it was coming and then it just went down huh okay let me uh i need to refresh that screen all right give me a second guys i'll refresh and i'll try to try to do this again um give me a second Mm-hmm. that's not a problem at all mm. well that sucks sorry everybody <laughs> it's going so good today everything was moving so smooth it was flowing mm. like it should and then of course uh got all fucked up Mm-mm-mm. all right well give it a second now to come back and then i had to get it back up again okay <clears throat> let me allow this to use my camera yes you can use my camera yeah i go through the whole steps again all right now i'll try to screen share one more time karen let me know when you see it i will and we see it all right cool so this is tone low performing you asked about the old rappers mm-hmm. i didn't pause that what happened is it loading to come get him off stage i think he's having some type of attack or something he passed out you you can hear him pass out in the back that thump, thump. that thump you hear it mm-hmm. damn yo and you said what happened to the old rap well that's what happened karen are you happy damn no nah, you said you wanted old thing. rappers out here getting old on them and but shit you know what he don't call himself young or loke mm, you call he, no you don't call himself young loke right. that's why he ain't out there gotta call yourself young so you won't end up passing out and dying okay i gotta stay fit too gotta stay young so i think mm-hmm. you need to I think you need to apologize to all the old rappers out there karen Mm-mm. keep yourself fit if you're gonna go out there on the stage and sweat you better keep yourself in some kind of a shape Mm, he is in the shape be stretching and shit come on a circle is a shape a spear is a shape 
circular is a shape i don't know what you talking about mm. he is a shape mm-hmm. take your medications and keep your blood cholesterol keep your blood pressure cholesterol where it's supposed to be Mm-mm. you sound just like young thug talking to them people <laughs> talking down to this man no i'm not i'm being concerned a hip-hop legend Mm-mm. you sound very concerned to me did she sound concerned to y'all audience did she sound kind of derisive exactly uh i'm concerned about his health mm-hmm. <laughs> we've already planned i guess 100 <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with and we score them from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants uh everybody that's pretty much how it's been uh lately everybody's been getting some fucking with black people um here's one how about this you remember that west virginia official who lost her job over uh a, a racist remark about michelle obama mm, uh, yeah. called her aping heels several of them but yes i remember this one she will be getting her job back according to recent reports how is that possible pamela taylor director of the clay county development corp was fired in early november after she said it will be refreshing to have a classy beautiful dignified first lady in the white house i'm tired of seeing an aping hills oh a aping hills don't let me give her any extra credit um well they announced that she'll be reinstated december 23rd the post uh also cost the local mayor her job former clay mayor uh beverly walling resigned at the common that taylor's post just made my day the post was a source of public outrage with nearly 1500 people demanding the resignation of both via petition the two have since made public apologies so she'll be reinstated december 23rd zero to 100 karen I'm glad I don't live there. And if I had the time, I would protest her job every fucking day. Fuck you. Yeah, I gotta you mean give to it tell up. me all them white people out there, y'all couldn't have hired another non-controversial white person that kept their racism to themselves. I gotta give it a hundred myself. Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, Denver Broncos star Brandon Marshall, who's the cornerback for the team, talked about this on Balls Deep today. Okay. Uh, he received a racist letter uh because he took a knee during the anthem uh which he did stop he did it for a couple weeks he stopped after he had a meeting with the police and they said that they didn't like it or some shit and he decided that he didn't want to do it anymore and cool whatever well he ended up receiving a letter um at the broncos facility and it was a handwritten anonymous note you know how trolls love anonymity that's the one thing lord of the rings got right the movies some about that ring to make you invisible to make people the most just the most seductive power right to just do things and run and not be seen like a coward anyway he wrote a, a letter uh they wrote an anonymous letter hello mr marshall how are you you are a great football player mr marshall oh, okay maybe it's not that bad what am i saying no you are not oh they got me damn can't believe it here i am thinking it's a complimentary racist letter turns out he basically pulled a psych uh no you are not you are a worthless fucking nigger who is a spoiled fucking jigaboo 
if you are so unhappy with america turn in your quote-unquote millions and move uh back to the jungle shout out to all the white people that say stuff like this without nigger and think somehow they not racist for come the record on, come on a lot of white people say this same oh, that shit, shit. Is implied well why don't you just get out of the country then uh only thing you got to do is add nigger and jigaboo and you say you the same nigga to, you same motherfucker to me uh you what you nigger gorilla monkey oh no no i'm sorry you fucking gorilla monkey we hate you and your kind of nigger you, hmm, which kind of nigger do you like uh herman kane now that's a good one the ones you keep in chains jason whitlock mm, what a great kind of nigger the ones you can beat known you black fucking porch monkey your name should be is it like he wrote sasebo i don't even know what this means yeah, about the anonymous, but a lot of they have that's the name of what problems with the spelling you know you want to be anonymous and not know how to spell sasebo does that mean something to people mm, i don't know maybe it's a slur i'm not aware of yeah it's not sambo it's s-a-s-a-b-o look like your time is coming watch out nigger go back to africa you mud puppet you give a bad name to good black folk by your jigaboo actions we are channeling a devastating hard hit for you something to make you an invalid in a wheelchair ha 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 because <laughs> he didn't put the last h on it what uh a on it uh watch out nigger it's a coming so uh but by all means you know don't take a knee i wouldn't want to offend anybody because it's not like this country is actually racist or anything right i wonder who this person voted for what do you think you think they voted for if you had to guess both sides of the same coin flip the coin yeah karen it's 50 50 chance who do you think you voted for i don't know they both the same to me anyway uh zero to a hundred oh yeah that that's a hundred a hundred for me yeah, as well it was fucked up guarantee you it was somebody in the facility or somebody handed somebody that note in the facility and they made sure it got into his locker room mm, and he's seen it like 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 either somebody in the organization if they wrote a letter can't you just mail email can't you just mail a letter to a player at the facility it doesn't yeah. seem like that would be that Hard it doesn't do. seem like that yeah unless it had no oh, okay. no mailing address on it oh they didn't say so i didn't know if he just went in his locker room it was just there it didn't say no nah, no nah, it said it that they mailed it to the facility and then he got the letter um so that's my guess anyway um at any rate uh kid rock rolls out a line of vulgar pro-trump merchandise merchandise mm-hmm. yep kid rock uh NAACP Kid Rock. Yep. NAACP award winning Kid Rock. Um nice guy. Mm-hmm. Use hip hop to get himself on as a platform. Didn't mind that, but uh doesn't care about your black ass. Uh has a I think he even has a black Donald family. Trump says he's not divisive. Wait, what what is this? But don't tell that to Kid Rock. Oh, okay. The singer and one-time cougar killer this week rolled out a pro-Trump merchandise line that includes barely printable messages. The singer supported Mitt Romney in 2012 and endorsed Ben Carson last year before boarding the Trump train. The Trump train team did not return a request for comment, but the president-elect denied on Wednesday that he or his campaign were responsible for dividing the country when he appeared at the Today Show. There you guys go. 
zero to a hundred can kid rock make america badass again shirts oh zero proud deplorable not fucked with it all by kid rock i'm still a little bit fucked with it. i gotta say at least 50 because no 100 yeah because one naacp award winning what the fuck were you motherfuckers thinking come on um two and, th- and then people wonder why people look at the organization and go well why would i support some shit like that yeah and then two um i'm also really disappointed in the fact that um that uh you know he was able to use hip-hop to get on right so it's gonna always fuck with me every time i see that dude i'll never be able to not associate him with you know the fact that he got a pass from a lot of people for the idea of oh he's just making rap but it's for a country country and rap mix it's like oh yeah you steal our work but you don't appreciate us nope you you, you don't at all and like i said and and was so I guess so fucked up by the NAACP because I know there's a lot of people that are part of these organizations, but NAACP and other marginalized groups, they were probably highly angry that they even nominated him or put him up. But it's it's the thing that your name is associated with it. So when people think about him, they think about this. Mm-hmm. I just feel like in general, um, it's hard to ignore that the motherfucker got on via hip hop and then turned out to be just the most racist type of white person right uh so yeah still get a hundred from me solange reveals that a racist convo helped uh start a seat at a table a seat at the table i believe that solange said that in 2013 she received flack on twitter for saying that white journalists who write about r&b music should know who brandy was i remember that on twitter somebody like criticized um they were talking about music and i think they criticized brandy and it really did sound like you guys don't even know who the fuck brandy is and somehow i'm supposed to take your opinion on my music yeah how are you even writing about black music let alone black women's music while not knowing yeah you know what i mean i'm running around like 20 something years come on dog yeah like that's some trash and there's no excuse for it and it happens all all the time and that's why people wonder why these platforms like pitchfork and some of these other platforms get criticized and torn to pieces by black people because they were like oh y'all only care about black people there's a certain type of black and only about black people who rap about shit that isn't calling you out is not a problem but the second it becomes about you or second it becomes some obscure shit or some shit you don't agree with you're tearing shit down shit that we consider a classic it's like because y'all don't know goddamn nothing fucking about the history of the music and shit like that just because you can critique music and call yourself a uh uh, a place to uh where people where a lot of white people go for their music that's who you're catering to so you give a fuck about a lot of times what we think about the music and the art form and, and everything and the history about it well my other problem is that they supersede what black people think right which you can't do with hip-hop you know what i mean like i understand that we're at a point where people feel like the torch is somehow being passed to this idea of like oh well white people like macklemore and they buy the record so shouldn't their opinion count they like Iggy Azalea? no it doesn't really it's not the opinion it's not the authority and when motherfucking black people don't fuck with somebody then that's it um and when you don't have a background in the blackness that we do fuck with your uh in your, your opinion is invalid you know mm-hmm. And then you don't want to be calling out about your opinion being invalid when you don't know shit about the shit that you're goddamn critiquing. 
shortly after the new york times invited salon to talk about cultural tourism and music on one of their podcasts and she declined to join i didn't feel the need to have a debate about something i was culturally a part of i didn't feel the need to defend that she told uh who's she talking to here davis davis it just says davis what the hell hold on uh oh it's in the huffington post okay now we gotta see who the fuck davis is how you just gonna oh bicep why would you say this uh <laughs> now i gotta search this article oh, it's, in there somewhere, but yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not easily findable yeah well no bicep don't have it i gotta go to the to the actual article that they got this from uh, okay okay the- depending on bicep i know i shouldn't have been doing it but you know i like to support black businesses guys and oh helga davis it was an interview uh she's a host of q2 music's helga podcast okay so that's who she was talking with um she says still the host of the time podcast john caramanica who is white talked about what Solange said on twitter while talking to davis Solange recalled that the writer also a white man who appeared on the episode said i went to see to Solange's concert and i know that who her audience was and if i were her i'd be careful making these statements because i'd be careful not to bite the hand that feeds me so essentially white people right like oh you gonna say something that white people don't like and then who gonna listen to your music because white people gonna stop salon says she felt challenged on the ownership of her music and her art because essentially the two white hosts were indicating that her audience had ownership over her that was kind of the turning point in the transition for me writing the album that is now a seat at the table i began to think a lot about that conversation and replaying it and it haunted me it haunted my mother to hear someone telling her daughter don't bite the hand that feeds you and also racial subtleties that are not so subtle of what that encompasses when you say that to a black woman then you connect it by saying do you know whose music you're uh who's buying your records so i was essentially being told to shut up yep and it yeah. happens all the time and people act like particularly being a black woman something wrong with you when you go i refuse to shut up because one thing about being a a black um a black woman that something black men really don't have to deal with i'm just gonna keep it real is being told to shut the fuck up black women from the time they are children are told to shut up your opinion don't matter your views don't matter what you think don't matter your body is not yours you know your thoughts are not yours don't dream about nothing big don't have any aspirations you know everything about you is 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 worthless like like that's for a lot of black women that's ingrained in them if you were blessed enough or lucky enough to be in a family of people that loved and supported you and built you up you are one in a few because most black women uh uh it wasn't until they got old and older and some women still haven't got to the point that they can love themselves and realize that my voice is fine how i speak is fine how i feel is fine my emotions are fine it's okay to do the things that i do it's okay to wear the hair that i wear it's okay to be angry it's okay to be loud it's okay to be me because when you look at it uh, other groups of women aren't told this they can act just normal and they are not criticized in the same way or in the same manner and 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 just as a black woman the shit gets hard and the shit get heavy you and, and it affects women at a very 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 young age and some people underestimate how particularly telling little girls that uh simple 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 shit like go somewhere and sit down quit being fast you know simple shit like that 
like it breaks girls and i don't think people realize how much it breaks girls at really really young age and then when you become a teenager you have all this awkwardness that you're dealing with dealing with sex dealing with boys dealing dealing with with just being intimate just dealing with your sexuality and the thing is even with your sexuality as a black female a lot of times you are are considered hoish or sluttish or something's wrong with you just for wanting to be sexually active, just for being attractive to something outside of your body, even things like masturbation. And a lot, a lot of that's come from religion, but I'm just keeping it real just from my experience. And it becomes something that tear, tears, tear women apart and tear women down. And that's why you have grown ass women at their jobs that want to snap, go off, cut everybody up in there. And they, they, you know, because we're just told to smile through it all. Everything about us is smile. So what your man beating your smile? Ought to be glad you goddamn got a man. At least you ain't lonely. So what your family fucked up smile? So what everything's happening wrong in your life smile? You're just supposed to just smile, 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 smile. Put on a happy face and fucking smile. And when you break, all of a sudden, everybody act like there's something wrong with you for speaking out about it. Speaking said, I've had enough. And that's what she had enough. She had fucking had enough. And it came out in this album. And I am fucking here for it i am here for black women's voices i am here to hear them speak up and speak out i'm just here for it because particularly being a black woman and particularly not having a voice not knowing how to use my voice not knowing how strong my voice is not knowing how powerful my voice is not realizing that the shit i've went through other black women have been through the same thing too and you know it's one of those things when you get to talking about shit like this it's particularly on social media you always got some fuck ass nigga and even if he means right gotta say but not me nigga i'm not talking about your black ass i'm talking about women and this is a, a well actually black women this is something that you will never understand and just because you don't understand it just because you can't comprehend it don't mean it ain't real don't mean it ain't, don't mean it don't exist and particularly when you talk about black women black women larger than any other group have most sexual assaults they've been assaulted by their daddies their brothers their uncles their cousins like like i don't think people realize how hard it is in this country to be a fucking black woman you critique from everything you critique about how dark your skin is you critique about how your hair grows you critique about how big your lips are you critique about how wide your nose is you critique about everything about you and for a lot of black women they don't even get support from other black women older black women because they've been broken and if i'm broke i can't help you be whole if i'm broke i can't help you be a better woman when i don't know how to be one i can't help you understand that it's bigger and better things that you can be anything but i haven't been taught that and so like i say it's a lot of broken black women out there and a lot of times when it comes to broken black women black men don't come to the rescue you know what we get we get smacked in the face you know what we get we get our bitch go somewhere and shut up you know what we get when we like hey dog i just want to walk the street and and not have you stop and frisk me i you know i I just want to walk around and don't have don't fear about being raped i just want to walk around and don't have to worry about you punching me in the face because my dinner went right that's what i want i i I just want to live and it's one of those things where that's why for me the the black lives matter shit means more to me than anybody would ever know and black women are at the front of this we're at the forefront of this and the thing is we're constantly asked to sacrifice everything about us we have to sacrifice our bodies we have to sacrifice our time we have to 
to sacrifice for our kids, our mates. We just ask to just give up everything until we're exhausted. And then the sad part is that when you're exhausted, nobody appreciates you when you're exhausted. Everybody just pushes to, to the side and they just keep on going when you mean something to somebody. And it's one of those things where mean, I had to get to the point where I can't speak for anybody else, but I had to get to the point where I had to do some self-reflection and learn how to love and heal myself. And that is a hard, hard process. Uh, it's very hard. And I know that a lot of grown women out there haven't got to the point that they've learned how to heal themselves. It's hard to look in a mirror when, when you're nine and 10. I can speak about me and I know we got to move on, but when I was nine and 10, I used to remember looking at the mirror when I was nine and 10 crying, thinking I was worthless, thinking I was, uh, pointless. What was, what was my purpose here? Why was I still alive? You know, just depression because depression for black women is real. It's a real thing. I don't think people understand how real and how heavy depression for black women is. Everybody want to talk about men. And yes, depression for black men is real, but depression for black women is serious because a lot of times for black women, we're required to be your backbone. How can you, how can black women be the backbone for black men when you don't even know how to love yourself how can i love my man my mate my significant other how can i love people around me when i'm in a thousand pieces and a lot of times we're the last ones to get help we're the last ones to get support we, we always are being the butt of jokes and i'll just say it, it, and, and in my opinion it gets old it gets really old really quick and really fast and then people wonder why on social media quote unquote why these black women always angry and they're always mad because you know when people joke about the hulk black women are like the hulk it's one of those things where it's uh, the anger that real anger is always there we don't always let it out and we don't always lash out but that anger that hurt that pain that little girl is always there and for me when I listened to The Seat at the Table, it really, really meant something to me because it was an album that spoke to me. And the thing is, it's very frustrating being a black woman because anytime we get something pro-black, particularly pro-black woman, it immediately got to be shitted on like black women don't matter, like black voices don't matter. Well, black voices do matter, but it better not have a vagina attached to it. But then because that particular voice does not matter when that's the voice that speaks up a lot of times when no other voices do. And and, and it just frustrates me. And, and for me, I love seat at the table. I love to see uh her mama talk about you know shit like this the whole album was just black and it spoke to me as a black woman because it lets me know that it's okay to feel these things it's okay to be mad it's okay to be angry it's okay to be upset it's okay to sit and just scream at the top of your lungs it's okay to cry it's okay to be depressed it's it is okay you know, because the thing about black women, we, as as a whole, we're never taught that it's just okay to be you. All right. Um. All right. So the only thing is, because I do agree with everything you just said. Um. I feel like these white dudes weren't coming at it from that angle. No, they wasn't. I don't think it was even about black women's experience in America to them. They really was just like white people buy your music and you owe us like it wasn't like it was just a complete invalidation like i think the album was about a very like a black women's experience in america and spoke to black women on a level that probably no other album did this year no offense to um even lemonade even Mm -hmm. but it just i think it just spoke to a lot of women in a way that they could relate to and lemonade did too but just i don't think it was the same no and it was like 
for black people i think it was just like a hug almost like right. it was just a, a affirmation you know like you're not alone and um specifically for black women and it was just like i said um i can't remember or maybe i heard somebody say but they were like i think it was bomani he was like it somebody told him that a seat at the table was about a timing album like where it might not be a quote-unquote classic like it might not be the album that people will understand uh in the context of 20 years from now 10 years ago but right now that's what people needed to hear and you know timing was everything on releasing it because she had been working on the album for years um and i think that kind of elevates it to a certain level I, I love the album as well um but i think this the idea of her making that revolutionary record like part of that was the fact that white people are interlopers into our culture and then they pass themselves off as the judgment for all of it you know what i mean so it's it's like all those things that you just expressed go into the making of the album i just think within the context of this conversation it was about these white dudes going ha 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 your experience is nothing right you know what i mean you should be making music for us we consume music do what we want to hear don't express yourself don't give us this don't give us what you just said what karen just said don't give us that on wax that's not what we want dance and it's like fuck you art art is art you know what i mean and the more specific the art is to you the more universal it is because while people can't relate to the specific examples of black womanhood unless they're probably unless they're a black woman you can relate to certain elements you know you can relate to the idea of expectations over you can relate to you know there's people that are women that grew up in sexually repressed households and things of that nature there's people that grew up they might not be white women but they grew up outside of the beauty standards or maybe they are white women that grew up outside of beauty standards of somehow uh of some type you know they can relate to elements while while not being equal and opposite of you know but it's kind of interesting that the thing that got this black ass album going was the fact that you do have white folks that come in and think they're the arbiters of our culture and it happens a lot um so i'm kind of glad to see you know because i remember the tweet about um not the person not knowing who brandy was and i was like that's insane right you get to review music for a living you don't know who the fuck brandy is you shouldn't right. even be fucking talking about right she's been around so like she dismissed brandy it was a joke like she laughed at like brandy i'm like brandy i know black women black girls at the time that motherfucking uh i want to be down was the goddamn anthem it was like middle high school like, like, like it was people's school, yeah, yeah it was people's middle to high school experience like she is singing my motherfucking life nice. yes like her and wanye uh this like this me and my boo you know what i mean like people were looking at it that way you know so it's weird to see somebody belittle something that was a huge part of black girl culture at that time and while reviewing black girl music how but that's 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 the positions that happen because the whole industry funnels that shit where it's just like we want to hire white people well i'm a white person you know like i don't live a black experience i don't really know but i i kind of dabble in it here or there i could be i can write why shouldn't i be able to write about this because you don't know it you know what i mean like that's exactly why you shouldn't be writing um and she did post a uh instagram post that just said bite the hand over and over and over again uh four days ago so that was cool uh zero to a hundred though oh yeah behind you fuck them yeah uh zero to a hundred yes it's that's amazing um 
and yeah it's amazing because i you were talking i was like where is she going with this because i don't think these white people know anything about all this but you're right it's the fact that they don't that's so so why are you even talking about this music you don't understand any of this Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> been through the struggles of the pain, so it's real easy for you to dismiss. But I guarantee you, without any exception, if um a lot of not all the time, but when black people cover white shit, oh no, I've seen they it. got to know white shit. I've seen it happen with Bo. Okay, Bo Monty yes. knows music backwards and forwards, and I see people constantly stick to sports. Man, he was a music journalist first. Yes, he was. You know, motherfucker can tell you something about like some obscure stuff not even obscure but just white shit i'm not even saying obscure just he can just break down like oh yeah stilly dan albums where this one is this and this one was like that then they went through this phase like he's listened and put in the work but it's he's a black face so what could he possibly know oh oh you oh you don't like eric clapton well obviously you don't know what you're talking about you're black you probably been listening to rap like it's that kind of shit no more than you probably listen to more hours that you ever did in your lifetime yeah um a victoria's secret is investigating uh a black after a black woman said she was asked to leave an alabama store a mississippi woman who said she was told to leave victoria's secret location in oxford quintard mall wednesday says today she has received an apology from the store meanwhile a culprit spokeswoman for victoria's secret says the company is aware the incidents and looking into it we're aware of the situation we're currently putting together all the information we could gather uh they did end up um uh, the associate who did this that is no longer with victoria's secret according to them the womanly the woman kimberly hosa uh a tra oh wait did i say 100 for solange thing i meant 100 guys i don't think i got to say a traveling nurse who is um a native of calhoun county she made a facebook um live video in which she said uh she can be seen in a victoria's secret store she claims in the video she was told to leave by the management after another black woman was caught shoplifting what the fuck that got to do with me ain't that the truth some other nigga shoplifting i can't go buy a bra the fuck and i'm not trying to be funny your bras ain't that high quality for for me to be dealing with this bullshit in the 11 minute video who's says she is a regular customer of victoria's secret when another woman who says she did not know was caught shoplifting she at she and another black woman were told to leave so just all the black people have to get out guys i'm sorry one of you got shoplifting you guys do all know each other at the black meeting discuss this i never would have thought that would happen to me she said in the video they didn't even check my bag the video continues with her walking out the store breaking into tears i don't feel like any everybody's racist i'm not understanding what the problem is it's completely absurd i got put out of victoria's secret just for being black i can buy anything in there i want are you kidding me i'm so upset she and some supporters were at the mall this morning and went to the store she said she received an apology from an employee there though not the same one that confronted her she also said she had spoken to corporate officials i'm a little more settled about it today i don't want anything bad to happen to anyone i mean i can't change who i am i'm an african-american female and i just want to be treated like everybody else Whew, some of y'all so good because i'll be like fire her ass uh she like i don't want nothing bad to happen i do something bad need to happen some bad shit mm-hmm. let's get the bad things to happening let's go yeah guess what you're gonna learn today guess what you're gonna learn how to do ne- next retail job you get you won't be putting everybody out Mm-hmm. she says she'll probably continue shopping at victoria's secret though she may not come to that location again oh she better than me also no one was arrested in connection with the shoplifting incident that occurred at the store 
what then what's number is anybody shoplifting uh it said a person was stopped by employees for shoplifting and the property remained in the store but police are not notified at the time mm. that's right this is sadistic acts you got mild security there for a reason let them do their motherfucking job mm-hmm uh so zero to a hundred. Oh, a hundred. Yeah, I gotta give it. Gotta give it a hundred, guys. Yeah, cause some, for some reason for us it's always quote unquote suspicious activity. Well, we did something. Did you really? Did did you really? Young thug. Oh, he back to back. Back to back. Uh, he has addressed his racism accusations for saying those women had uh looked like Africans because their hair was nappy. Mm-hmm. Uh he had filmed two insulting alaska airline uh he had filmed himself insulting two alaska airlines employees um and uh y'all so much of hypocrites and if a goddamn if a nigga goddamn put a bitch in place for playing games y'all goddamn try to bash him but y'all y'all be the same motherfuckers upload goddamn 15 black girls Around this motherfucker fighting and goddamn trying to kill each other with knives and bats and shit. And goddamn post a nigga laying cold blooded and got shot down in the street on the motherfucking internet. But try to go to the extreme with, with the situation I had on the whole made me miss $150,000 show. Y'all fake ass rappers, y'all niggas so fake, y'all, y'all nigga last so long. I know I ain't gonna last long anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to y'all fake pussy niggas, nigga. I got black marble in my house, nigga, for blacks. I got a big B on my Bentley truck, bitch. The B stand for black, sucker. Fuck this one, I got black guardrails around my spot, bitch, and a black top. The good girl on top of my motherfucker. <laughs> hey, listen. Can't believe that's Nick Jews, boo. I cannot believe this. But, uh, that's who she likes. Mm mm mm. So yeah, he was uh he has black marble in his house and a black thing on his roof, so obviously uh he uh you guys should know. Okay. No, you still get hundred. You you ain't call him a chickaboo twin, but you did say, you know, putting a black bitch in her place, so mm-hmm. cause she missed make you miss a flight, which means you should prepared and came early and you wouldn't have missed your flight that's no huddle that's black women's fault in a series of sets of deleted tweets the rapper said he was not anti-black pointing at his own skin and that of his family and that the insults were only directed at those two black burnt women oh jesus mm-hmm. can't even make it a sentence come on brother mm-hmm. posted a series of video game of uh, videos on instagram about the controversy he accuses detractors of hypocrisy for enjoying violent videos featuring black people in another video captured african-american i am uh he proclaims black lives matter forever but he says he chooses not to stay out of politics he goes on to describe his charitable donations to the black community in haiti while insulting unnamed rappers and then he deleted the rest of the videos oh the rest of them okay hmm. okay yeah, uh, yeah, try to, yeah. A lot of people do this, where they try to instead of acknowledge what they did, you divert it with other things that's irrelevant to what you said. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with. It. Had nothing. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Niggas are crazy. Uh. Anyway, zero to a hundred. Oh, my same hundred stays. All right, hundred. All right, guys. 
uh let's try to detoxify this stuff okay we need to find a way to to get some whiteness going up in here because uh this is pretty bad okay uh let's see what do we got here for white people what are songs do white people love um i feel like i played this before uh, oh yeah white people love this song here we go tributaries that you used to come on ain't nothing wrong with them lakes and streams you'll still get there eventually because you know you can't swim i'm trying to tell you drown rosie o'donnell is selling her waterfront west palm beach home complete with a heated blue cobalt swimming pool guest suite and deep water boat dock for six million dollars i guess she knows she got to get out the country for trump take office come on you know we're gonna be coming for you uh yeah she is selling her her big ass house um she is selling waterfront west palm beach home just over a year after purchasing it damn that's fast Mm -hmm. and people joked about tina turner but tina turner been new she be she left this country years ago i think she a citizen wherever she is they were like look you've been here so long we just make you a citizen i don't even think people joke about tina turner doing that to be honest with i you. mean they don't joke about her but, she, but you know she was on top of the of the trend before it became a trend for people to kind of leave the country she'd been left. she would know about an abusive powerful man taking office come on she was like fuck this uh at any rate just uh over a year after purchasing it it was a gated one acre florida estate the two-story residence boasting six bedrooms and six and a half bathrooms a heated swimming pool and a separate guest house has been listed for 6.05 million the former view host 54 purchased a 5,700 square foot home in July 2015 for 4,975,000,000. Wait, 4.975,000,000 and put it on the market earlier this week. That was quick. 
the home which uh intracoastal views has 178 feet of water frontage complete with a deep uh water boat dock and a boat lift meanwhile the expansive backyard features two loggias one with a fireplace and one with an outdoor kitchen along with a fire pit and an oversized heated blue cobalt swimming pool and a spa the bright airy living room features a towering wall of windows a reclaimed brick fireplace and french doors looking out onto the intercoastal waterway sounds beautiful the sunfield dining room this sounds like she's a listing the sunfield ah, dining room with a large right with large windows opens onto the kitchen fitted with a huge island with a granite countertop and stainless steel appliances yeah, and, to the, and to the left you can see the breathtaking view of the ocean as far as your eye can see i wonder if i mentioned next to those ones we went to probably is i don't know six million don't sound like it's enough for the ones we seen them, them people was balling balling hard uh from the kitchen the family room featuring the wooden built-in bookshelves opens into a spacious side yard five bedrooms are located upstairs with two sharing a waterside veranda and two other bedrooms are furnished with two sets of bunk beds and open onto a sun porch with views of 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 the water accommodating all five of o'donnell's children um man it's nice Mm-mm-mm got freestanding soaking tubs in the bathroom and they got a dedicated massage room like she's living in that that one uh movie where she goes away for a weekend to the sex resort meanwhile the sprawling resort style master bedroom boasts a fireplace two walk-in closets two sets of french doors opening up to the lodges uh for those who i don't even know if i'm pronouncing that l-o-g-g-i-a-s for those who want to catch a glimpse of of tv while in the master bedroom they have a chance with televisions installed behind the mirrors located over the twin vanities the master bathroom also includes a freestanding soaking tub a shower and dedicated massage room the extensively remodeled home built in 1957 boasts a three-car garage Mm. And a guest house that includes another bedroom with an in-suite bathroom, along with a lounge and a kitchen. Back in September 2015, O'Donnell was pictured vacation at the home with a child actress, Tatum O'Neill, who she reportedly dated before the pair split this next month following a four-month romance. Uh, I'm assuming she wasn't a child actress at the time they were dating, though. I mean, she's probably an adult actress. You probably just call her actress now, just to be safe. You're right. Anyway she's selling her balling ass crib y'all so if you got about six million holla at your girl man Mm -hmm. uh duck dynasty producers are fired and sued by itv for fraud and self-dealing after being accused of secretly forming a new production company to boost personal profits the executive producers of the hit a and e show the duck dynasty have been sued by itv studios for fraud self-dealing and breach of contract following an internal investigation you don't say that show got canceled it got canceled i thought it was still on the air i thought they couldn't get it canceled everybody did all that shit about racism and they brought that shit right back like fuck y'all scott and deidre gurney heads of the gurney productions were terminated by the parent company itv studios after being accused of billing fraud related to their shows the couple founded the reality tv production company gurney productions which produces duck dynasty and sold a majority stake of it to itv in 2012 for 40 million dollars Woo! 
the lawsuit claims the couple secretly formed a new production company that competed with gurney productions in order to artificially inflate itv's net profits and increase the price they would be paid paid for their remaining interest in the company so they created a fake competing company to drive up the price mm, that's diabolical yeah, they got canceled april 2017 well no no well that's not that's not that's right. next year I was say, wait a minute. That don't sound, sound too right. canceled to me. That don't sound canceled either. All right, there you go. ITV Studios filed the lawsuit in uh, filed a lawsuit in LA Supreme Court on Friday, just a day after it was reported that the husband and wife duo were temporarily suspended amid an internal fraud investigation. When the couple sold a majority stake in the Gurney production to ITV, they agreed not to compete with the company as long as they were still working for it. Ah, okay. However, they breached the deal when they sold when they launched Snake River Productions. What a name! snake river y'all we some snakes some snakes that if he crosses across the river will bite you in your back i don't know about nothing snake river mm-hmm. in their agreement itv has the right to buy the couple's remaining membership interest with the price based in part on the average earnings before interest tax depreciation and amortization uh according to the complaint the lawsuit states that gurney the gurneys formed snake river productions as part of an unlawful plan to misappropriate the company's opportunities for themselves and to artificially inflate that their uh earnings before interest tax depreciation uh, ebitda is what they call it in a self-dealing transaction the couple sold itv's internet international distribution rights for discovery channel's northern territory to snake river for 3.6 million without knowledge or consent of the three other managers on the board wow mm just some empire shit but with white people mm-hmm. they also failed to disclose they were the owners of the company <laughs> oh we just selling it to this company well who owns it nah, that's not important itv would have uh profited pro- would have prohibited the sale because itv uh would not have permitted the gurneys to engage in competition against itv and the company uh and uh, and the company and would not have permitted an obviously sham transaction executed by the gurneys for the purpose of artificially inflating their ebitda right the gurneys ended up obtaining a distribution on behalf of themselves and the company uh little win for approximately 1.4 million dollars when itv bought them out the complaint states this is crazy because they made 40 million dollars just selling the shit then they were pay- they were still getting paid to run it and they still got so greedy they sold it to themselves for four million more dollars like wow what what wow what dicks Trying um, to get all the money. Yeah, and they said that it had positioned them to get an uh a substantially enhanced buyout. The couple also is accused of treating the company as personal ATM. Uh charging the company for purely personal expenses, including family helicopter rides during vacations. Wow. Other personal expenses include clothing, meals, travel, club expenses, pet supplies, home mortgage insurance, uh were also charged to the company. Uh, they had improperly caused the company to pay about $542,000 of their personal expenses so far. Uh, that's it. Actually, that's since September 9th, 2013. That's as of then. So who knows what it is now? Right. They lied about repaying the expenses to other board members and to this day have not repaid the expenses. Oh. They're seeking punitive damages of $850,000 in repayment for the expenses and an injunction to recover all ITV assets and works created by employees while illegally working for the couple or snake river productions uh they've named the interim ceo um uh right now the person have to have to clean up that bullshit craig armstrong want to be the person can oh craig right 
last month the duck dynasty family said his current season will be the last of the series so because yeah, i think they said the ratings are low too i guess so uh, i'm surprised trump's america ain't made them go through the roof this is the 11th se- this is the 11th series this is the 11th season i mean and Woo! the series finale is april 12th so 2017 oh that's probably why i had 2017 like mm-hmm. in 2000 april 2017 Mhm. so one more year y'all and we'll be done with these guys hopefully the dynasty of ducks mm, that still be around with that snake oil business whatever thing they got going on there snake river Mhm. Mhm. uh of course white people's news is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt and get your first month free getbevel.com slash tbgwt hey man christmas time is almost here like you're really fucking pushing it right now guys i really hate to be the bearer of this type of news and to tell you in this tone but get your shit together okay you gotta be gifting this shit to somebody they're gonna love it put a bow on it put it right under the tree you're gonna look like the most thoughtful person in the world they're not even gonna know you got the first month free they're not even gonna know that you didn't even think of this shit until the last minute because rod fussed at you on the blackout tips they don't have to know that you just get to look like the most like thoughtful person that has ever given a gift to a person that has coarse curly hair and sensitive skin go to getbevel.com okay step the shave game up help someone step their shave game up okay gonna get rid of those bumps discoloration and irritation get bevel.com slash tbgwt okay get bevel.com slash tbgwt all right let's get into uh some uh some fucking with black people i think it's about time for that all right i mean some guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time what are you doing karen what happened to badumto that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and uh everybody that plays is racist and guess the race is brought to you you know what you worry about your badunta okay i ain't never missed a sponsor <laughs> you worry about the sponsors that's my job you worry about badunta because you ain't getting it right okay um, I, I did good i'm, I'm sorry mm-hmm. anyway guess the race is brought to you <laughs> as karen reminded me so needlessly uh it's brought to you by loot crate that's right uh guess the race brought to you by loot crate which is a monthly mystery crate filled with exclusive items from the biggest and best pop culture franchises go to lootcrate.com slash tbgwt enter code tbgwt get three dollars off for any new subscription for less than twenty dollars a month you get six to eight items including licensed gear apparel collectibles and unique one-of-a-kind items and more and you have until the 19th at 9 p.m pacific time to sign up to get this month's theme and this month's theme is revolution they're always watching they've designed a system to keep you down they're meddlesome hello friends it's time for a revolution fight the power and pave the way for a brighter tomorrow with december's rebellious crate featuring exclusive items from assassin's creed mr robot firefly and more including an exclusive funko pop figure a monthly t-shirt and a pen 
uh and last week we also have luke they have like luke crate dx luke wear luke pet they have so many luke crate anime yep so we got sent we always get sent like luke crate dx stuff because you know they're our sponsor and they want us to be fly as fuck uh so let's see what they sent us for last month's thing which i think was magical mm-hmm. karen's actually wearing the shirt they sent they got a i don't think they can see it because the way your camera's set up anyway but it's a dr strange shirt um uh a sweater it's an ugly christmas sweater with dr strange which is dope as shit um so let's see what all we got in here uh all right so um you guys saw karen's uh shirt oh not pictured uh they gave us boxers that are um lemon grab from adventure time uh boxers those are back there um so yeah we got these oh wait you guys anyway they in there um we got these socks for um harry potter mascot socks and dr strange eye of uh, agamotto socks so uh that's the harry potter socks and you can even see where it says harry potter on there uh looks like it got hermione harry mm-hmm. um Ron, Ron. yeah that's dope um keeping those uh then the eye of amagoto socks uh for dr strange you got that shit um let's see what else we got uh, of course the oh this is a sweater okay what is this sweater from kingdom hearts uh is this a sweater or a scarf what is this uh kingdom hearts icon scarf uh which is called loot for her so this is for women to wear uh Woo-hoo! kingdom well, hearts well, well it just says for her on here i don't know you tell me karen men might wear scarves like that too oh yeah you know women always do be cold <laughs> you know what i'm saying always freezing <laughs> i think you guys know what i mean um and what is one mama up with them hips and we got some loot i mean what is wait what is this i think this is harry potter pajamas right here is that what this is i know it's harry potter i would open it out to plastic but um yeah i think it's some harry potter pajamas man so yeah man all this cool shit you can get this every month you can be like oh my god i got a gift you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um hook yourself up let's yeah, get to this you'd mm-hmm. be the cool aunt and uncle whose niece try to tell you try to steal your stuff and who try to use her cuteness to get you to buy her loot crate mm-hmm. <laughs> she was trying a uh, woman charged with her father's murder that's right that adorable commercial ends with this a 50 <laughs> lootcrate.com slash tbgwt code tbgwt back to murder a 55-year-old Jackson woman has been charged with murder after she allegedly burned her elderly disabled father with boiling water. Oh, shit. Commander Tyree Jones with the Jackson Police uh, Department said in a news release news release that Diane Coleman poured boiling water over her 81-year-old father, Earl Coleman, severely burning him in multiple places. Hmm. I guess things just kind of boiled over jones said the investigation believes her motive uh, was to due to her father's paralysis including his use of a wheelchair and multiple medical issues she originally was arrested in charge of domestic violence and aggravated assault earl coleman died september 12th mm. on tuesday jones says investigators 
learned earl coleman's death had been ruled a homicide diane coleman was charged with murder um she doesn't it doesn't listen she has an uh, attorney guess the race of diane coleman who i can only assume was very steamed she had got to her boiling point black okay all right let's see what the chat room believes blackity black black killed with boiling water that's a black ass crime only thing missing is the grits black don't bite the hand that feeds you white black 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 white 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 the correct uh black the correct answer is let's see she is in hot water now black oh yes she is anyway the correct answer is and if you said black your racist ass got it right Some of you guys did go with white, though, and you were wrong. Mm-mm-mm. Oh! Yeah, that's her. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to bubble to the surface, guys. You never know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wouldn't expect in the blonde mm-hmm uh all right let's uh move on to the next one let's go to the bonus round i want to play the bonus round music uh let's see what we got here um a woman 43 years old who was in a love triangle with her husband and his 25 year old living mistress pleads guilty to their brutal murders oh shit yeah uh apparently she was uh she was allegedly in a love triangle with her husband their living mistress she pleaded guilty to a role in the brutal slayings and marie anastasi pleaded guilty to two counts of first degree murder during an appearance in the ann arundel county circuit court on on wednesday anastasi 43 entered alford pleas to both murder counts meaning she pleaded guilty because of evidence against her but not admitting any guilt the fuck is that what is that the charges stem from an October 5th, 2015 incident where the police found 40-year-old Anthony Anastasi Jr. Uh, fatally shot in 25-year-old Jacqueline Riggs, stabbed to death in the basin of the home they shared with Anastasi uh, in Lothian, Maryland. The 43-year-old initially told police her husband committed suicide. However, a gun found next to his body did not match a shell casing at the scene. Prosecutors say the three were in a relationship, but Riggs and Anthony Anastasi moved in together in the basement. And then threesome went to a twosome. It sound yeah, sound like they. I guess they got along better. Anne and Anthony had been married for eighteen years. You see that she was playing chess, letting them move in. She's like, good. Now I ain't gotta go that far to kill both y'all motherfuckers. Investi- <laughs> investigators say Anne Anastasi plotted with the thirteen-year-old girl and the girl's boyfriend, eighteen-year-old Gabriel Struss to kill anthony anastasi and riggs police, police discovered text between all three suspects discussing a handgun there were also messages talking about transportation and how an individual would be concealed at the property struss pleaded guilty to first degree murder in june friends of riggs created a gofundme page to raise money for the 25 year old family as of thursday morning it has raised 980 dollars uh so guess the race of uh Anne Marie Anastasi. White. 
karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe the race to be in this very special episode um let's see here um you might scroll up oh man a lot of y'all are guessing y'all are active tonight i hear y'all uh jesus how far i gotta scroll okay white disease free wait white disease white live in mistress white rhymes with nazi white soon to be featured on snapped white white cocaine strip club white white uh got some forgiveness cupcakes went from trevor noah so it's all good so traction by crazy white anna marie white black dick matters white she closed the open relationship right on up white white tommy lauren white eats unseasoned chicken white and wiggity white the correct answer is it sounds like you all guessed the right the right thing because you all guessed white good job everybody racism was on fleek just now uh and she just looks like the kind of person that kills you that's that's like she just got that look her face is just like i cannot believe you let that bitch move into our basement (laughs) (laughs) yeah like sometimes you gotta kill a motherfucker i I don't i want to know what the 25 year old thought moving into their house like she really was like it'll be all good she must have been a poor sweet fool mm-hmm. ain't no woman married that long just gonna let you not only move into her house but move into the basement away from her husband nigga you're asking to get killed Mm-mm-mm. at any rate that's sad and now shut up and, them, and them, them, them sad them teens that joined in to killing that woman who did nothing to them nothing what were you thinking guys whole life gone because y'all helped some stranger kill somebody for probably a little bit of money Mm-mm-mm. right uh all right let's uh go to our final segment this has been a pretty good long episode here we go Now move out of my basement. Three brothers have been arrested after a fatal sword attack following an argument during a wedding party with an alleged drunk cook on National Road. Uh, three brothers were arrested after killing the cook with a sword at around midnight on Tuesday evening in Rusty Keo District's Kilometer Six Commune. Hmm. Yeah, I guess they wanted to cut the cake. Mm, turkey what what they got to do with a wedding he's cooking oh karen <laughs> you're doing so good today uh three brothers <laughs> <laughs> i miss slice the cake well don't don't matter yeah don't worry guys karen's high as hell yeah. three brothers hen chanthan 28 hen chanthan 18 and hen chanthan 20 yo why are they last names oh this wants to happen in like uh one of those countries where hen is your last name but it's first because okay. then chanthon is spelled different for each one 
oh it's like c-h-a-n-t-h-o-n c-h-a-n-t-h-o-u-n and c-h-a-n-t-h-i-n so it's different chanthon chanthon and chanthin uh-huh. they stab they stabbed cat sophie 31 who was working as a cook at the group uh what group three spin false village wedding ting chanza rossi keo district police chief said the suspects used a half meter long sword to stab mr sofitra uh on in the left ear and he died on his way to the hospital they stabbed him in the ear and he died holy shit you sure they didn't stab him in the head (laughs) (laughs) are you sure they stopped at the ear because i don't think you can die from getting your ear cut i think they stabbed him in the brain yeah what the kind of who who wrote this Uh, at any rate um when the victim was drunk and uh, insulting the suspects they fought him out of anger mr chanthone ran into the house and got a sword and stabbed the victim uh mr chancer said adding the police sent mr soktra to the hospital immediately and arrested the three brothers within the hour mr chancer told Khmer times that all of the men live in the same village and had already insulted each other previously leading to the rage that ensued on tuesday oh yeah that makes sense make sure to ask them about the rage Bro, not asking the three suspects were taken to the police station in rossi keel district now the police will question them more and will send their case to phenom pin municipal court he added so there you guys go get to the bottom of this sword justice all right guys we'll be back uh we might be back tomorrow we might have to take the day off it depends my niece is having a recital mm-hmm. at 7 p.m her first one she's doing her first recital uh for violin and we want to be there to see it yeah so i've been watching her practice and everything it's been so sweet watching her pluck it and i actually i not to brag but i you know i was a woodwind i played the clarinet so it's been really fun talking to her about music talking to her what's the between the woodwind section and the strings and different instruments and uh your mama and uh her uh her mama was laughing because they were saying because you know layla she's just a stick she's just really skinny and so um they were saying she wanted to pick like the biggest instruments they was like nah dog we ain't, you ain't carrying no cello you ain't you them big ass instruments so she so she went for the violin so we can't wait to see it man so right. i'm excited unfortunately probably have to see all the other people's kids do shit that yeah, i don't no, care I'm about, about but, i'm kidding about these other people you know it is what it is make sacrifice for those that you love um hope you guys uh can hold tight we'll probably review the walking dead on wednesday we don't have a guest yet uh we may not have a guest might just do it by ourselves but uh mm-hmm. thank y'all so much for listening and supporting us over all this time we appreciate it until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah.